Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the second guest show. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're live at the Silver Slipper Casino Beachside right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. Come on by and visit us. Bobby J and I will be on until 8 o'clock tonight talking a lot of Saints, and certainly we'll also be talking to Scott Rabelais about the LSU Tigers. They had their scrimmage Saturday. We talked to Wilson Alexander. He covered a little bit of it right afterwards, and we got a little bit of insights on it. And we'll also be talking to Aaron Wilson. Aaron covers the Houston Texans, so we'll be getting a little bit of um, scouting report from the enemy side of things. Bob, last night, Saints 22-17 win over the Chargers. Uh, some good in that, but, man, 14 penalties. Bob, you can't live with that. And that's got to be driving Dennis Allen crazy. This is back-to-back weeks now with a ton of penalties. And you talk yeah. about something that could kill you, that would be it. Well, uh, and you look at it because you have to look at what occurred in, uh, in the first game. So you look at the Chiefs game, you look at the Chargers game. We now have been flagged 23 times for 222 yards. Uh, we should have, if you're going to be conservative, instead of 23, we should have like nine or ten penalties in two games, not 23. You hear me say this all the time, nine or more penalties or 100 yards or more, that's like giving up a touchdown. Well, we've given up, when you look at it, how we play out, two touchdowns plus uh, so far. And uh, this is one thing that's puzzling. You might say, well, you know, it's the backups, it wasn't the starters and everything, but it's still the overall discipline with the team and last year I didn't realize this but you know who was the number one team in the NFL with false start penalties the Saints out of 32 teams uh, the Saints led the NFL in false start penalties a year ago and if you look at counting practice Thursday Friday in the game it seems like we had at least a dozen of those 10 11 or 12 somewhere around there so you can't have that Uh, that's not a judgment call now, um, we also had four holding penalties. So, you know, you got to keep your hands inside. And it was a crew that was going to uh, throw the flag. But, yeah, just way too many penalties. But if that's looking at the glass uh, half, you know, empty from a negative standpoint. From a positive standpoint, the glass half full. We now uh, plus four for the season in turnover margin. And we were plus three for the game. And we are a creature of habits, and I said this in the pregame yesterday, that one of the reasons, as simple as this, that uh, the Chargers were 10-7 and 7 and we were 7-10, and 10, 
We were minus 11 in the turnover margin, and the charges were plus five. Just by doing that one thing, if we could continue to grow and be a creature of good habits as far as protecting the football and taking it away, that's how you get to double-digit wins. So hopefully that will continue that going into the, you know, the final preseason game against the Texans. And we'll do that come September the 10th against uh, the Titans. Bob, one of the things, uh, offensive line play, and again, even the backups, because eventually those guys that you saw yesterday, they may be starting games the way this team has been with injuries and inconsistent play up front along the offensive line. I would certainly encourage you on the defensive front, especially in the interior when you saw Kalen Saunders made a couple of big plays. Uh, I've been talking about him since even before training camp. Malcolm Roach. And, man, he is a totally different player. And I've, I felt Juwan Johnson is the most improved offensive player from a year ago. Malcolm Roach is the most improved defensive player from a year ago. Him working with Pete Jenkins, Henry Thomas in the offseasons, you see the big difference in him. We saw Brise make a couple plays. He had a knockdown of a pass, got some recovered good penetration. Recovered a fumble. Recovered a fumble. And how about Heflin? You know, that was a guy, uh, your old buddy, uh, Bill Johnson coached. From Iowa and, and, um, and the XFL, I think he's with the Houston uh, Roughnecks. Yep. And, uh, and you so know. You, you got a good push from the middle, and then it, fourth quarter, certainly Laszlo's, who's, who's no rookie. A lot of people always know. He played a couple seasons with the Giants. Uh, he's from Dartmouth. Really got a good pressure off the edge. But the uh, interior to me, Bob, I like that part. And we didn't – Shepard uh, didn't play – but my thing about it is you got to see it from Roach. You got to see it from Saunders. You got to see it from Brise. And I don't know if Heflin's going to make the squad. But, man, he, yeah. one thing is he can stop the run real quickly. I, I like to see that well, uh, defensively. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's a good problem to have. Uh, you don't know how you're going to make the 53-man roster. But uh, just based on their uh, performance, Heflin and Lelos, you think, uh, could be practice squad guys for sure. But uh, Nico Lelos, uh, what he was able to do, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, 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 that's like, uh, I mean, a fantasy. I mean, that would be like a domination like Lawrence Taylor or Reggie White. Look, uh, he led the team in tackles with five. He had four unassisted and uh, right with him, uh, leading the team with four unassisted. Like you said, Mike, uh, Malcolm Roach. But he had three sacks, three quarterback hurries, four tackles for a loss, uh, no, he was disruptive. There was three straight plays. He batted a pass on first down, and on third down he got a sack. You might say, well, it's all backups, but look, he's still taking advantage of his opportunity, and, and, uh, and I thought that was outstanding. I thought compared to what he did the first game against the Chiefs and where he's at, like Ryan Conley. Uh, I, thought, I thought Ryan played well. Ryan Conley built upon uh, what he did against the Chiefs, uh, against the Chargers. He ended up having three total tackles. He had a sack. He had a quarterback hurry and a tackle for loss. And right now, if you look at it, uh, Mike, I'm going to say maybe unassisted and assisted. He's leading the team in tackles right now uh, with seven. Bob, I don't see how he don't make the 53-man squad. Well, because I, I think I think, you can, I think he's I think he's going to make the team. I think you can rely upon him, like very similar, like a Andre Dow, as far as what you're doing uh, on special teams with him. And uh, how about uh, this a guy that we were worried about the linebacker position, but Jalen Smith, who we got from the Cowgirls, uh, Jalen Smith. I mean, you, you want to talk about uh, having a nose for the football and a playmaker. He made at the beginning of the game um, two uh, crucial third-down stops, 
when he hit uh, Joshua Kelly, the running back, uh, a third down play. It was the third play of the game, actually, so they went three and out. There's two straight games now, uh, boy, in the first quarter. Both the Chiefs and the Chargers, we're making them go three and out, three and out, three and out. So that, that boy, if you can continue that, you're kind of setting the tone, and then teams are trying to play catch-up. But uh, that nice tackle on third down, and then he showed off his coverage ability. And this was, the, uh, I want to say, the third series, and he was still in there. Um, you know, great pass defense, uh, you know, knocking the pass down. Uh, that uh, was the difference. And, and what it was, it was – it wasn't. It was easy uh, downs as far as you might think. The offense has a chance. Like for instance, it was third and six. Jalen Smith makes the tackle for a five-yard gain, and then uh, the next time uh, when he came with a nice pass defense, it was third and five, and uh, he knocked the ball down. So you could see the uh, the swagger. I kind of said this yesterday. It kind of reminds you like a veteran when we had Quan uh, Alexander. Come over and all of a sudden he's playing right away. Well, we all know it's um, Demario Davis and Pete Werner, but right now, uh, you know, it's like if you a lot go of comp- base, you know damn well Jalen Smith's in there. Yeah, they're not, they're not gonna put uh, Zach Bond ahead of him. No way. You know? I, I remember when they signed him. Man, they had, there's no way he can beat out Zach Bond. My thing is what? Yeah. Uh, come on, Jalen Smith. Uh, he's a veteran in this league. He knows how to play. He's still a good athlete. Is he what he was when he was 22? No. But, man, he knows this game. And you talk about a sure open field tackler. Now, look the tackles he makes. I mean, those guys go down. They're not getting out of his grasp. Uh, so, well, I think that was a good pickup in getting Jalen Well, Smith. and the thing is, I, I know it wasn't uh, Justin Herbert playing, but our defense, we've been outstanding now back-to-back games on third-down defense. Not so much third-down offense, but third-down defense uh, – if you look at it, the Chargers went just uh, three for 15 on third down, and then they turned the ball over down on downs twice. So that, that's like, uh, you know, when you turn over and downs, that's like getting a turnover. Dennis Allen counts that. You look at their 12 offensive possessions, they went uh, three and out or worse than six of them. So uh, that, that hopefully that continues against the Texans, and we're able to do that against um, – the Tennessee Titans come week one. We'll be back with more second guests right here from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi, right after this break. And Long Sherman will come right to you right when we get back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Back here on the second guest show, Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're live from the Silver Slipper Casino, beachside right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. Bobby J and I will be on until 8 o'clock tonight. So if you're in the area, stop on by and tell us hi. We're going to go to our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Talk talk and text line we're gonna go to longshoreman longshoreman you know huddle with bobby and mike oh bobby and mike what's up my brothers what's up hey you got some rain at your house longshoreman i caught it today yeah <laughs> uh, I, I don't know uh, uh mr mike i was in gulfport all day we didn't get a drop there Not oh drop. well we uh, we got some on the bayou i can tell you Oh, yeah, well, that, we, we all need some rain right now before the whole coast catches on fire. <laughs> yeah, right. Man, don't throw a cigarette butt out, huh? Jesus. No, no, huh? no. Hey, so, Longshoreman, um, you got to be pleased now uh, that two games in a row, we're being opportunistic, we uh taking the football away, unlike last year Bobby. where, you know, we weren't taking it away. You're absolutely right. You set a mouthful. Uh, taking the ball away, and I, I didn't get to watch much of the game yesterday. Uh, what I did see, um, I, I like what I'm seeing on our defensive front, and uh, like Mike said, even from the backups, I would be disruptive, and that's what's causing some of that. And that's what you want to see because we know that the game, uh, it all starts up front, and that's where it's won and lost. If you can't win in the trenches, we can't say that about the we can't say that about the offensive line. Yeah, I, I, I would say, yeah, <laughs> but the defensive yeah. line, yes, yeah. The, the reason why well, long Mike, Let's go, yeah. back, to, let's go, go back to game one, though. I want to I want to get your take on. I thought I saw some pretty good uh, stonewalling from uh, Hurst and uh, even Penning on a few plays. I thought they looked they had a few good reps. I thought they looked pretty good in that first game. That's going back to, you know, against uh Yeah, I, I would never question Penning's run blocking skills. He whiffed on one yesterday. Uh, Ooh, the guy yeah. took a hard <laughs> hard inside move that. and he gets beat I like that, that in pass protection skills too. But man, I don't yeah. ever question him as a run blocker. It's his Ooh, pass protection ability. Yesterday on one play, didn't he? I thought of- <laughs> yeah, 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 he ended up goring him. Yeah, yeah, because the referee kind of got in there. Okay, okay, guys, the play's over. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, it's going to be his development as a pass blocker, if he can make it or yeah. break it at left tackle. Another yeah, point no, the, I want to yeah. touch on. And- Go ahead, Bobby, I'm sorry. No, uh, the one thing that uh, I've not been pleased with, um, now uh, Alvin Kamara ran the ball well against the Chiefs. He averaged uh, 4.7 yards a carry, but no one else. This has to get better, and it starts up front. You know, we only average in the two games, and it's a big enough sample size. We've had 54 rushes, and we only average in 2.9 yards a carry, like 156 yards. Now, if that was three point. If that was 3.9, that'd be around four. You want to be like four, four and a half, somewhere around there. But that 2.9, no, uh, we got to get yeah, we that got, better. No, we got, we, we got to improve there, yeah, for sure. I want to get y'all's take on Hayner because I see a young man who uh, I think is uh, going to be able to be developed, very coachable, and sharp, 
And I just think this man's got a bright future in the NFL if he can stay healthy. Well, I think he's the best uh, young quarterback um, since, you know, post-Katrina as far as a young guy who they drafted, who they invested in, that you can see a, a lot of upside. In other words, you can't uh, – I think he's done enough. You can't put him on the practice squad. You're going to have to put him – like on the active roster and uh, like out of all Garrett Grayson, you can go all through the quarterbacks, no matter if they were taken in the middle Ian of the draft. Book. Uh, Ian Book. Yeah, Ian Garrett Book, Grayson, Ian Book might not matter. even make the Eagles. Uh, I, I don't know. And then you look Sean Canfield, and that was a six, seven-round pick, if I can recall. But, no, he definitely has that moxie, like Coach Allen said, that swagger, that uh, the game's not too big for him. He, he's like uh, right now a poor, poor uh, man's Drew Brees. I mean, he's little like Drew, uh, but he has those same uh, that same moxie as far as leading the team. He's not overwhelmed. He's very smart. He knows what he's doing. So no, there, there's a lot of promise in, uh, in Jake Hayner. Bobby and Mike, how many flags were in the fourth quarter yesterday? Because I think I missed most of that. But I think it was a lot of flag, a lot of laundry flying around. Yeah, 14 total uh, penalties uh, for the Saints. <laughs> and and I think the worst one for Dennis Allen wasn't so much of a penalty. What it was that? No, no, they, no, this is what they called him. He got mad and he tossed up his hands. He goes, <laughs> oh, yeah, because they very seldom call defensive holding. <laughs> and what happened, you yeah. know, defensive linemen, sometimes they'll grab an offensive lineman so they can't get to the yeah. next level to block the yeah, linebacker. Yeah. yeah, so you yeah. grab and then then. then they very seldom call that, but this is a flag-happy crew. But I don't know. Ooh, they weren't flag-happy. Uh, they weren't for the charges. Uh, the, the charges only had five penalties for 26 yards. Maybe it's those damn L.A. Rubs that did the Rams game. You, you know, they just cheating for L.A. teams. Probably. The Rams and the Something charges. about them California refs, man. I don't know. They like to throw that laundry around. But you, you know what? what uh, that, I'm looking forward to sitting back the rest of my commute home and uh, for Big John, who I'm sure is probably waiting on deck. And yep, I hope you can entertain me till my destination get home. You know, one of the plays, Bob, uh, Shaq Davis, and he's made plays the last couple games, and certainly even in some of the practice sessions. He's not a great route runner. And on the long play, if you watched it, and I watched it a couple, three times, he cuts the route off, and he turns around, and almost as though he flanks himself to the quarterback, like, hey, just throw it up. I'm going to go get it. And he goes get it. It was not a great route run. But he made the play no, he, in he, traffic. He, 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 he catches the balls with his hands. Uh, Shaq Davis is outstanding. That's for sure, a practice squad guy. Yep, uh, I agree. The limited roster, I don't know how they can um, you know, put him on the active roster. But you develop him. Mike, you came by his size uh, when, when you look at him. Uh, Mike, what is, what is he, like uh, six? Like 6'6", six, 6'5", six, six, somewhere I, around there? He's over 6'5". I don't know about 6'6", six, six, but he, standing next to him, I would say he's over 6'5", certainly. He's almost like 6'5 and a half, and he gives you that big target guy. Okay, he's rough around the edges as a route runner. From South Carolina State, yeah, but, from the MEAC. Man, he catches the ball clean. It's not up against his body. And he does a nice job of being a positional receiver. Well, in he, essence, he puts his body between the ball and the defender. And at 6'5", you have an advantage doing so. Well, he led the team, uh, if you look at it. Uh, now, you know how uh, with, uh, last week we were all uh, stroking A.T. Perry, six targets, six catches. Well, if, if you look at Shaq Davis, now he had five targets, three catches, but he led uh, all receivers with 63 yards. Yep. 
But you know what's impressive? You look at explosive plays. You look at Shaq Davis. You look at Kirkland. John Trey, uh, man. You, you, you look at Bowden. Uh, I mean, Mike, if you average in, I remember like with Deborah Henderson, if you like 18, 18 and a half yards, you're probably one or two in the NFL and, you know, average per uh, reception. Well, Shaq Davis averaged 21 yards. Kirkland was right under 20 at 19.7. And then Bowden was like 18 and a half. So, Mike, you, you look at that uh, kind of like, you know, chunk plays. You know, we always talk about, like, chunk plays. Uh, we definitely had that about receiving core in, in this game against uh, uh, the Chargers. If, uh, Mike, you look at it, and uh, Jake Hayner was a big part of this, uh, the explosive plays that uh, – and Jameis, too, they both were. The explosive plays by the Saints, 27 yards, 32 yards, 42 yards, 53 yards. Instead, you know that that you say, oh well, they should do that. No, you might have a couple of those a game, maybe. You know, one what, to get two. four. Yeah, no, that that that's you usually don't see that in the NFL game. Not like Lynn Bowden. Now, I'll be honest with you. He got talent. It, the question is never about his football skills, his focus, and other things in life. Hopefully, he's got that straightened out. When we come back after the break, we'll have on with us Big John from Mid City. Right after this break, here on the Big Eight Seventy WWL from the Silver Slipper Casino Beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We're back here at the Silver Slipper Casino Beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi. Second guest, week number two here at the Silver Slipper, and we're going to go to our Oakwood Heart Jewelers talk and text line. We're going to go to Big John in Mid-City. Big John, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I hope Good afternoon, well. sir. How are you? And Everybody's telling you, where you at, Big John? Yeah. As my grandmother would say, I'm behind <laughs> the A and the T. That's, uh, that's the response to that. But uh, tell my friend Longshoreman to drive safely on the way home, and I hope that maybe we can agree to meet at the Silver Slipper one Monday and make some noise with Grant and the rest of the usual suspects out there. Listen, very nice practice game win for the Saints. Uh, first of all, guys, what's the update on Jimmy Graham and what's his status? How's he doing? We haven't heard anything other than uh, Aaron Summers' interview with uh, Dennis Allen last night that uh, – Physically, he's doing okay and that he's shook up and still undergoing some tests. So that, that's about all we know about the situation. Yeah, and, and uh, all I know is um, I don't think Dr. Amos would have put his name on the line if he wasn't dealing with I don't think nobody – it's not a, a conspiracy cover-up or anything. But, I don't, I, Bob, I don't everything think, today, people got a conspiracy No, no, they, they, they might say, oh, did, did he really have a seizure? If, if that's what Dr. Amos, uh, Amos said, I, I would tend to agree with that and – you can get disoriented, and, you know, you're in a big city like L.A., whatever. You can't be wandering in traffic. No, that is that, you really, know, really like dangerous. Calling, no, really they, dangerous. They, they say something's up. Something ain't right. Yeah, something's up. Something's not right, and, and hopefully we'll get that right. And I do trust what the doctors say. I don't, I don't believe in all that conspiracy stuff. But uh, I was laying odds yesterday on whether the worst natural disaster quake or Sean Hockley. Because I guess even the officials need to practice uh, making terrible calls in the preseason. And, yes, I agree. The penalties were an issue. And that's, what, 100 yards of penalties? That's like a turnover? Uh, I mean, that's like yeah, a turnover. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like hey, hey, Big John, this goes back old school. No matter that they've changed the rules, this goes back, I know, as far as I go back, because I heard in meetings going back to the 80s. So you talk about basically 40 years that if you get nine penalties or more, or let's say you have, like, significant penalties of, of, like, the holding and all that. If you get 100 yards, it's nine penalties or more, 100 yards or more. It's like giving up a touchdown. Well, in these first two games where we're at right now, 222, 222 yards and 23 penalties, that's, so that, like, that's like 17 points or the two-and-a-half touchdowns we've given and up. Hockley didn't call game one. Yeah, right. Uh, and so I saw last night, too, Mo, buddy, Jason Leday from Thibodeau was actually doing the Saints-Chargers game. He's part of Hockley's crew. He's, he's, he's part of the referee. Well, was he throwing the flag, too? Uh, I think he's the one who threw the flag on Edwards. Well, the thing is, yeah, the, 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 what, they call them, what, two offensive interference? Well, he no, threw no. it on one of them. Well, I know well, that. Well, uh, I mean, when I look at uh, – and I'm not hating on him – Brian Edwards – He's a veteran four-year guy. He's with uh, Derek Carr and the Raiders. He ain't making this team. They, all the competition we have at receiver, now he might make it somewhere else, but he ain't making the Saints. 
Has he done anything, Mike, to catch your attention? No. And, uh, and, and Big and, John. And, and, and he and, was and, open one time. They misfired. But, right. He, but he hasn't made enough plays. I haven't seen him do it in practice uh, even. I haven't seen him doing it. And Listen, oh, guys, look at that practice. That who, who would you keep? Teams. Keith Kirkwood or, or keep him? Oh, no, Keith Kirkwood for sure. Okay. Yeah. End of story. Go ahead, yeah. Big John. Look, guys, you want to you make a football team bad enough, you're going to make your own – you know, you're going to make your own luck. You're going to make your own big plays. And, and right. that was just, you know, look, I, I think they were, ch- they were checking you-know-what calls at the, at the goal line. But, but still, yeah. you know, the, the good receivers managed not to, to do that sort of thing. So, you, you know, look, that's the penalties and the bad plays were one thing. But, you know, on the, on the positive side, you got to talk about the three turnovers that the Saints generated. And, you know, turnovers can have a life of their own. And defenses, you know, begin to start expecting to take away the ball rather than just hope that they'll happen at some point. And look, one major takeaway from this, and you all just mentioned it earlier, you said it again, the, the cut decisions for the wide receiver core, I think is going to be the most difficult decision that Dennis Allen and the staff need to make. And one of the reasons why I felt that there was a 2009 vibe to this preseason is is the tremendous talent we have at wide receiver right now. I mean, you have, you know, putting aside Edwards, who doesn't seem like he's going to make it, you have some guys that are really fighting hard uh, to make this football team. And, boy, I tell you what, Lynn Bowden, when he uh, – not Lynn Bowden. Yeah, Lynn Bowden, when he gets the – Yeah, Lynn Bowden uh, Jr., yeah. Well, I tell you what, he, he put some jets on right there that, that reminded me of, uh, you know, like Devery Henderson and so forth. So – you know, this is going to be a, a, an interesting week. And then the next week when the final cuts came out, is who's going to be uh, playing wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints? Because I think from number one down to the to the bottom guy in the roster, you're going to not going to see much of a drop off in talent. Yeah, it'd be interesting, uh, Big John, are they keeping five receivers? Or are they keeping six receivers? I bet they keep six. Okay, even if they keep six, uh, you probably could keep, if you had an expanded roster, seven or eight guys. Now, like uh, the new friend is Shaq Davis. He's not going to be even in the top six, but I like his growth. Uh, do you put him on the practice squad? I, I would think so. I would so. think you would. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even LSU, like Kirkland, I think he's competing. He's gotten better when you watch him out there. The one guy they keep in, because they want their draft pick to work out, and he has gotten better, is A.T. Perry. A.T. Perry, to me, would be in competition like with uh, uh, Keith Kirkwood and uh, Traquan Smith. But uh, I don't know if they trust A.T. Perry right now like they do uh, Traquan and even Keith Kirkwood. But I think uh, they can't put him on the practice squad because, you know, because of the upside. Oh, he wouldn't, that, he that, wouldn't that, last half a exact, minute. Exactly. That he, he would be that sixth guy. The other guy to watch is how this running back crew kind of kicks out. Because when you signed Williams, that now puts kind of Kirk. Uh, Merritt, on notice here that, okay, we know you're dealing with a hamstring injury. But when you look at it with Jamal uh, and Kendra Miller really, really played well yesterday. And you have Williams. You could use Taysom Hill there. Even Lynn Bowden Jr. could play there if you needed him to. And now you've got Kirk Merritt who can play running back, wide receiver, and return kicks. So, man, that third preseason game – is going to be critical yeah, yeah, for Kirk probably, Merritt. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. And he's not hurt anymore. Uh, Mike, no, he, he was ready to roll. He had uh, now uh, he had one catch of, uh, what it was, eight or nine yards somewhere. I think it was eight yards. Uh, so, uh, no, 
he needs to have a, a great game just on film against the Texans, whether it be for the Saints or some other team. But, uh, no, Kirk Merritt, like, you, you look like, okay, you think running backs like Darrell Williams. No, that's a completely different guy than Kirk Merritt. Kirk Merritt is more like would have had a better chance of country Miller, uh, uh, with Miller wasn't able to come back because how they could be counting on him in week one. So, But you do save a roster spot, okay? Because if you just keep five receivers in Kirk Merritt, Kirk could play receiver if you needed to. Right. So that's the option there. Connor, what do you want to do here? Because I do know one thing. Most teams will tell you now, they're going to keep extra defensive backs, extra offensive linemen. They don't have enough of them. So if you got them, man, I'm not exposing them to any team that somebody could pick them up. And so that makes that running back, linebacker decision a little bit tougher because you're not going to keep as many there as you normally maybe would in the past. Well, and uh, the way the Saints and Sean Payton and uh, Pete Carmichael, they've always run the offense. They always have a fullback. I mean, uh, they, would they cut a fullback and maybe um, – Max Taysom Hill, maybe, to play a little fullback? See, I don't think I so. I don't think they would. See, because uh, Adam Prentice. Uh, I think Adam's the guy. At yeah, the we have two fullbacks trying to make the team, him and Jake uh, Vargas. Uh, but but Adam Prentice, I think they really like him. But you look like, a, you know, the guy that would be the practice squad guy, and you're going to see him run against the Texans would be Ellis Merriweather. Yeah, I like that, him. That, I yeah, like him a lot. Big guy, big running back. and but and you He look runs at, low and he, He's, his eyes are up, but he, he's a six-foot-two back. But you and I have talked about this. He doesn't play like a six-foot-two back because he's almost like a short, squatty back. He's got so much body lean that he doesn't give you that big body exposure where you could take some vicious hits if, if you stand up in the saddle, so to speak. Well, the, that's why I don't know if uh, Kirk Merritt's making the team. You look at Kendry Miller, uh, Jamal Williams, and you got Alma Kamara. That's three right there. And then uh, for the first game, I don't think they would keep Kirk Merritt over Daryl Williams. Because when you're trying to pound it and just like pass protection and all that. And also, man, he's uh, Daryl's done that before. And I'll never forget Patrick Mahomes praising him as, man, on third down, I want Daryl Williams in the lineup because he can block. Right, right. Some of those other guys don't do a real good job. No, that's a good – the Saints have a a lot of good problems. It's like uh, how are we going to figure out who we're going to keep or not? I'd rather have that than not have enough. Yes, exactly. We'll be back with more second guests right after this break here on the Big 870. Thanks so much for the call, Big John. We're finishing up here in our number one of the second guest show. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi. Let's go to our Oakwood Hard Jewelers talking text line. Go to Hollywood and Thibodeau. Hollywood, good seeing you sad day at Rouse's. Hollywood. Yeah, Mike, it was good to see you and Bob. And Bob, happy birthday. I forgot to tell you that Saturday. Oh, thank you. So thank you. Yeah, I'm uh, 63 young. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, it was good seeing you all again. And uh, I did see some uh, lightning. I heard some thunder, but we got a little rain in Thibodeau, not much. It, it will come, uh, Mike, just be patient. Uh, getting back to the game, too many penalties. And Jamie Winston is my third string quarterback. Big Hammer is my second string quarterback. And our defensive second, we got to do a whole lot better job of not holding the uh, feet. We got to learn how to play some other covers. But that, that was terrible Saturday night. What do you think, Bob? Uh, well, Hollywood, you're kind of breaking up a little bit. Who you said your second-string quarterback? 
Uh, my second friend quarterback is Hayner. Okay, Hayner. Yeah, that that, that might be the case, that might be the case in 2024. I but not I, today. See, I I don't think that's happening this season. Uh, uh, that but next year I would not be surprised at that at all. That he's backing up Derek Carr, that being Jake Hayner. But I think they're gonna go with Jameis uh, this year, and just because of his experience. And um, but 2024, no, that's it's kind of. A one-year deal with him, and I still think you know people can get you know poo-poo Jameis and all where he's at, but to me, he's an NFL quarterback, and what I mean by that, an NFL lifestyle where getting got 32 teams. You could say, well, I don't know if he's in the top 32, but I would say he's always in the conversation, at least on the back handful. But I know for sure there's not 64 quarterbacks better than him. Nope. If you look like each team, let's just say you keep two quarterbacks. There's not, so you go 32 times two, and there's not, oh, it's 63 quarterbacks better than Jameis. So. Thanks so much for the call, Hollywood. We really appreciate it, Bob. This is being reported, uh, Ian Rappaport, that the Indianapolis Colts have given star running back Jonathan Taylor permission to seek a trade. And they are in conversations with potential landing spots uh, are happening at the moment. Several GMs and talent evaluators were informed earlier today. Jonathan Taylor is available in the trade. That's totally against what Jimmy Graham told my old buddy Rick Venturi on TV uh, Saturday night that, oh, we're not trading him. It's funny how all that changes pretty quick when they show you how much money. We'll be back with more second guess right after this break here on the Big 870. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.